Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, the Iceman, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of someday in the future, very short future, the Super Bowl champion, Cincinnati Bengals, and Joe freaking Burrow. At least I hope so. Now this show and every show is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys, if you found the show, do me a favor, hit that like and subscribe, smash that thumbs up. I'm up to 824 subscribers. I appreciate every single one of you. Please make sure you're subscribed. If you're watching on Hootie Nation or Bucknuts, I am live streaming on both of those groups right now. At least I should be. Uh, I appreciate the admins and everybody for letting me on. Now, if you guys have Sirius XM Radio, you can listen to Mad Dog Sports Radio, and they have a show on there called Shine on Sports. Now, Mike Daniels, defense lineman for the Cincinnati Bengals, was on the show today talking about how fast Joe freaking Burrow improved and how good he is. He said that Joe freaking Burrow came into the locker room more prepared than any rookie he has ever seen. He said Joe knows he's the face of the franchise. He knows he'll be judged on wins and losses and playoff wins and multiple, I repeat that, multiple Super Bowls. He went on to say that Joe improved in four games, four Four games. As fast as he improved to those, he proved that, that fast as guys improve in four years. So he proved in four games as fast as it takes guys in four years to improve. That's unbelievable. He said he's special. I agree with him. We have, like I said, we have a superstar on our hand. We need to protect him. Now, like I said, I'm live streaming on Who Day Nation, and I appreciate Josh and guys on there for letting me uh, live stream on there. Now, Josh actually brought this to my attention that uh, I think I think Tommy's an admin, Tommy Lipcomb. Uh, he posted a whole bunch of stuff on there from Pro Football Focus about the Bengals. Now, I love Pro Football Focus as far as their rankings and stuff goes, but as far as breaking news, they're terrible at it because they're also the ones that said Zach Taylor was going to get fired, which that didn't happen. They also said Joe freaking Burrow would never play for the Bengals. That didn't happen. Now they're saying the Bengals are going to sign Cam Newton. I don't see that happening, but I do like their rankings. Now, the one that I love the most of all the ones he posted, like I said, you can go on Hootay Nation. Um, Josh put it all together in one big thing. You can click on Tommy's name and find all his posts. It's really cool. But the quarterback rankings for rookie quarterbacks to end the year. Of course, they have Sherbert at number one at 80.1. And they have Joe freaking Burrow at 75.4. The interesting thing, I went and looked it up. I was trying to figure out how many games did these guys play. Sherbert played in 15 games. 15. Burrow played in 10. Again, Sherbert 80.1 in 15 games. Burrow 75.4 in 10 games. So. Me and Jeremy D were talking before the pre-show fist fight. 
on on the pre-shift fist fight, saying that <clears throat> if Burrow didn't get hurt, <laughs> he would have smoked the second half of the season and most likely won the rookie of the year. But unfortunately, we will never find that out. So, I guess a little bit of Reds news. The Reds actually did something today. They signed Doolittle. Hopefully, he does a lot and not a little. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry, dad joke. Anyway, the Reds signed to a contract, one-year deal worth $1.5 million plus performance bonuses. This is per MLB.com. Now, Doolittle is 34, left-hander. Now, last year, he only threw seven and two-thirds innings over 11 appearances with a 5.87 ERA for the Nationals in 2020. He missed sometimes with right knee fatigue and a right oblique strain, but his lifetime ERA is at 3.70 at a 9.7, or excuse me, 0.97 whip. And he's also had 111 saves. I don't think he's going to be the closer because I think David Bell wants to mix and match and you know be the mad scientist that he is and show he's smarter than everybody else and completely screw everything up. But we'll see what happens. Now, for my Blue Jackets fans, if there is any out there, I am a hockey fan, so I do like I do like mentioning the Blue Jackets. The savior, as people are calling him, Patrick Line is in the lineup tonight. This is from a tweet from Jeff Sabota, the Jackets insider. Uh, he's in the lineup tonight with Texier and Atkins. So that'll be fun for all the Blue Jacket fans, which it might just be me is the only one that's actually going to watch that tonight. But I am going to watch Bengal Jim and all his stuff tonight and watch the 81 uh, reunion team. Jeremy D, what you got? What's going on, brother? What's up, man? How you been? How you doing? How's things around the his house, my friend? Dude, I, hey, I'm just glad you got power back and you actually have the internet today. So, you know. Got nice power to see your face. <laughs> and internet. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And now we can just go by that. Uh terrible <laughs> day yesterday in Alabama, folks. We had no, not going into it. But anyway, <laughs> you know what? I, I was listening to some of the things you were talking about, and I've actually got some quotes by Jesse Bates that we can talk about. Um, yep. on top yep. of what you were with Mike Daniels, um, Shine on Sports. I thought that was an awesome quote that Daniel said. It, yeah, it I don't was know if explained it right, but I thought it was pretty good. Yes, Bates is just a little bit longer, so I didn't write it down. You know, we're going green now, so you know I didn't write it down. I'm just going to read it off my phone. But anyway, <laughs> um, we got Lou Armadillo uh, quoting as wanting Lawson and WJ three back. We'll get into that. Willie Anderson, one of the semifinalists, semi. Finalist out of 25 players um, to be talked about. His name mentioned and is in for the Hall of Fame. I got he Michael. Should, he should already be in. That's yes. not a question. Exactly. And he won't get in this year. We all, we all know this. But no. Michael Strahan gave him a little bit of love as well. Also, have a little bit of the Buckeyes at number seven. Basketball, baby. Beating Michigan State, Penn State, back-to-back. A little bit of Shaq Barrett to Cincinnati? Hmm. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I saw that. I, I did get to read that article completely. I posted it on Hootay Nation. Yeah, did you see where, you know, we could have actually brought him in and our doctor said he had a shoulder problem? And Yeah, that worked out well. Yeah, <laughs> we could have got him for two years, $14 million. 
for yeah. two years, yeah. and we told him to hit the bricks. I yeah, that was yeah. that was smart. That was smart. Yeah, and then we got the new college NCAA football game coming out. Finally, Woo-hoo! it's back. I've been waiting on this for a long time, and it's finally back. And as Joe Burrow said, it's a it's back a year after I was drafted because I grew up wanting to be on the cover of NCAA football, EA sports for your PlayStation or Xbox needs. So anyway, we got a lot to talk about, man. I'm ready to rock. I think they should, I think they should put him on there anyway. You know, well, the Bengals kind of did. They they gave him a mock cover, which was pretty cool. Yeah. I put it on the ice bar, I believe, but, uh, Yeah, it's pretty cool what they did. So we got we got quite a bit to talk about here actually today with nothing going on much in sports. There yeah, are except a little, little thing called the a little thing called the Super Bowl is getting ready to go. But this one thing I I, I did a lot of Brady jersey. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 her over there. It's it's her. It's, she she does it. Yeah. I told yeah. I told everybody yesterday show this is the last the it, this is the last week for the uh, for the Tampa Bay stuff. But you know I like my wife. Actually, I love my wife. So I'm. Be nice to her and let her put her. I like your wife did, very much. As did, well. did, did you see my new Joe Burrow the yearbook? I just got that. Let's see. Uh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Let's go. We need a What's Siggy this? on there. That's all we need. Yeah, exactly. So, Joe, if you're out there and you want to ever like, come on my show, you know, and interview, yeah, you know, sign this. That'd be cool. Science. What's up, dog? UGA dogs in the house. What's up, GA? So, I want to get back to this pro football focus thing because I think that's very telling. Along with what Mike Daniels said, that I mean, Burrow is seven point five or seventy five point four and eighty, and uh, Herbert, excuse me, Sherbert is eighty point one. What? 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 That? That's that's. I think that's five games difference. Five, and it's like what five, five points, eighty point one, seventy five point four. I mean, it's close. Yeah. I mean, it's and he played a whole five whole games more than than Joe freaking Burrow. So I, I mean, I think Burrow would have just tore this thing up. And he was, dude. The offense was. I, I know everybody's like the, the offense never clicked, dude. The offense is starting to click. The offense is clicking in Washington. We couldn't stop them, but the offense is clicking. You're damn right. They were. They were clicking, and he got like the five games that he had in front of him. My gosh, the kid had already set records for 300 games or 300 yard games played. Dude, so, he had a 400 yard game too. Remember? And a four. I mean, we could go. There, there's no way Sherbert could even hold a candle to to Burrow if Burrow was in there the whole year. Sadly, it did not happen. But did uh, what was Mike Daniels' actual quote? Because I actually have more from the defense here. Jesse Bates being our. Let me try to – I kind of messed it up when I read it the first one. But his actual quote was, basically, Joe Burrow improved in four games as if he played four years. Okay. So, as fast, it takes guys four years to improve as fast as he improved in four games, according to Mike Daniels, which okay. is just ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, because I remember the, the first, what, two games, he kept saying, I got to get rid of the ball. You know, I got to get rid of the ball faster. Dude, by that third game – it was a five-step step drop, and that ball was gone most of the time, or he was rolling out one or two. Yep, and that's why I go into this. Uh, you were talking about Daniels, and, you know, this was his first year kind of and with Burrow at the same time. Right. 
but a man that's been here for quite a, you know, a few years anyway, not quite a few, few, uh, Jesse Bates, the three, he said, Joe Burrow is special. Yes. He said, I would start by saying his demeanor, how he just comes into work. Burrow did a really great job of just coming in, gaining the respect of not just the coaches, but all the players in this locker room as well. I'm sure every guy on the offensive side during training camp was like, hey, what's going on? We got a really decent dude over here. All the defensive guys were talking stuff like, well, we'll see during training camp. In that short period of time throughout training camp, I saw how prepared he was mentally, uh, mentally, <laughs> mentally, <laughs> physically, the way he was just getting through his progressions and stuff like that. And the last thing is obvious. His confidence is out of the roof. And there's a reason why it's like that. It's because of his own preparation and where he's from in Ohio as well. He's a very gritty guy. I'm in love with him for sure. <laughs> there you go. Like I said, that's some, these guys know what they got. Now, let's get back to Shaq Barrett here because Brad had a good comment on here. Because, uh, I think, like I said, I didn't get to re- I saw that right before the show started. I posted it up on Strawberry Ice page and on Bengals Brigade. It was already up on, no, I think I put, I'll put it on Who Day Nation too. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, he said Shaq Barrett might have hard feelings toward the Bengals, but money talks. Exactly. And the thing, and that's where we talked about last week of all the guys that the Bengals could release to free money up and i i really really hope they do and if i remember off the top of my head it was bobby hart uh giovanni bernard uh finney and who was the other guy or somebody else it wasn't a huge i can't remember who the other guy was anyway there's like five of them and it, it was it was free like what like five million dollars or something like that Oh man, I wish I could. I can't find the extra guy. Anyway, it would have put us up to almost sixty million in free yeah. cash space. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the point. The point is, the Bengals should, by all means, do this. You know that would free up money to sign offensive linemen to shine uh, Shaq Barrett. Now Yeti, Yeti wants to know Barrett or Lawson. Uh, can we have both? <laughs> yeah, I think we can. But I will tell you this. Both? When we turned down Shaq Barrett, it wasn't Mike Brown. It wasn't the coaching staff. It was our doctors that said that he had a shoulder issue. And it wasn't worth the risk. The risk at that point was two two years for $14 million. I would have took that and ran. With Shaq right. Barrett. I mean, could you imagine two years, seven million a piece for this kid? Now he's probably going to be asking for 12, 14. God knows what he's going to be wanting now. But we could have had, he was in the building. He put, yep. this was his own words. He put all of his eggs in Cincinnati's basket. And we kicked him out the door over $14 million in two years. Because our doctor said that he had a 
shoulder injury that was not worth the risk. So I wonder, I wonder if the same mysterious shoulder injury that Geno Atkins had all year. Uh, <laughs> you know? Who knows? Now, Yeti says Yeti says they won't pay them both, which they're gonna, dude. They're gonna have to pay somebody because they got to add a pass rusher if they so, want to. They can't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if they got it. They so now. What if Shaq is going to ask for a lot more money just to kind of stick it to the Bengals? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, just let you guys know the as far as I know the the video chat is at the top of the YouTube channel. So if you guys want to get on there and link up to the show and come on live with me and Jeremy D. That would be great. But like I said, there's lots of things that the Bengals can do here in the offseason if they free up the money. They got to free up the money. Now, one other thing I want to ask you about since it's Super Bowl week, and since we have this coronavirus pandemic, and normally we have all the radio shows, sports radio shows, and the TV shows, and everybody's usually down at Super Bowl. They have this thing called Radio Row. I have always wanted to go see that because I love radio, TV, sports. I, lo- I love love that stuff. I always wanted to do it. That's why I started doing this. I went to school to try to do this, but that's a whole other story. Anyway. Um, and this year I get to go to the Super Bowl and none of it is happening down there. So does the Super Bowl feel less special to you or just kind of still feel the same? Because I've been trying to watch NFL Network and they keep doing Zoom calls. And I don't dude, I'm so tired of watching sports shows with guys or like, well, they look like my show. <laughs> We're in two different squares, two different, you know, two different cities. Which is a completely different thing, but they're and you know a, a national network. They can fly people everywhere, and it's just I don't know. Uh, to me, it's just it's not it's not the same. Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm kind of with you there, uh, especially after I think it was uh, Pepsi and Budweiser dropped the commercials. I mean, if we can't watch commercials, then what's the point if our Bengals aren't in there? But, <laughs> right. Um, at the same time, you know, yeah, it, it it does feel a little different. I think every game this year's felt a little different. They've pumped sounds in the stadium. They've done all that kind of thing. But at the end of the day, it's been all kind of different, and I don't see it changing with the Super Bowl. I think they're going to try to do everything they can, but it's not going to be exactly what we're all used to. No, there but, are going to be fans in the stands. I don't know how many, though. Yeah. I would not be one of them, but I would love yeah. to. <laughs> I just hope it's not the new norm. You know what I mean? I hope this gets gone and we can get back to normalization once again. Yes. Normalization would be would be good. Now, uh, Tim Beetle wanted to, he was the only one on here that wanted to talk talk Reds. So we could talk Reds if you guys want to, but I only had one request <laughs> to talk Reds. So that's why I usually talk Bengals because that's what most of you guys like talking about. Yeah. So, the um, just to remind everybody. Oh, I actually, you, I said this on the show yesterday, and I wanted to bring this up. Um, you didn't get to watch it because you lost power and then you lost your internet. But yeah. I gotta give Bengal Jim credit for this because he's the one that posted it. The 2015 draft. I think the Bengals, their five-year playoff run, ended with the draft. You know why? One player. I saw that. Yeah, one ahead. player had, did any did, did, was only did anything on on that draft. It was CJ. So, I mean, and this is where I get worried about drafting offensive linemen because number one, 
The Swinging Gate, Cedric Obwehi. Number two, Jake Fisher. Tyler Croft, he was a tight end. Josh Shaw, I don't even know who he is. Smith. USC, horrible. Yep. Go okay. Ahead. Darren Smith, Mary Alford. Like I said, CJ is the only one that made it. That to me is was the beginning of the end before the season even started, you know. And so, wasn't CJ like a fifth or sixth round or something? I mean, CJ was a fifth rounder. Fifth rounder, yep. If that's all you can come out of with a a full draft, and he's probably still the only player on the team. Oh, he is. But, Everybody's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Alford, I remember he was the little tiny wide receiver, I believe, out of West Virginia, something like that. He, he never, he never come in. Um, but anyway, yeah. Chris what? says if Jeremy Dean looks like Joy from the Cowherd Show, Cowherd Show, you, you would have a hit show, Strawberry. Oh, if I looked like it. Oh, yeah. Are you saying I don't look like her, bro? I'm that pretty. All right, I can shave <laughs> down. If you guys need some makeup, we can do this. <laughs> Love you, Grill. That's funny. That's a funny stuff there. But yeah, Gamer says, yeah, we, we drafted horrible. But the thing is, before that draft, from like I say 20, whenever they drafted AJ and 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 Andy from yeah. that draft to the 2015 draft, they hit on ev- almost everybody. And that 2015 draft, he hit on one person. Yeah, and that's it. And that was like I said, the beginning of it. So that's where I always get kind of scared of drafting an offensive lineman. We drafted those two. We drafted Price. We drafted Jonah, and he's been injured. Now, what did your your dad had a good a kind of a good point that uh, he was saying? Uh, you were telling me about on, on the pre-show fist fight about signing an offensive lineman and then drafting. Yeah, my you know. <sighs> My dad, he's been a Bengal fan since the beginning. I mean, and it, it not he wasn't a baby. He, I mean, he's he's watched uh, Paul Brown go from the Browns to the Bengals and everything else. So, you know, he was pretty much mentioning that if uh, we can sign a solid offensive tackle in free agency to go across from Jonah Williams, with as well as Siafulo, Siafilo, whatever, played whatever. in Spain. You could almost go ahead and take who Burrow wants, and that would be Chase. Mm-hmm. He also really likes Devontae Smith. But you could Chase take – Chase is his boy. <laughs> he's got, yeah, he's got more – yeah, a lot more time with Burrow as well, you know, make everything right. a lot easier. But then you could kind of take him, and then maybe in the second round go ahead and take your – Wyatt Davis's of the world or whoever else may be there if Wyatt Davis gets taken in the first first round. So that's kind of, you know, our offensive line really did come around once Ciafilo got healthy and we put Spain in. You give him a few days. The only thing that I'm worried about and my dad is worried about too, I know I bring up my dad a lot on the show, but he's life, lifelong, 73 years old, Bengal fan, is – the center spot, you know, how well is price going to do? Even if you have weapons around him, is he going to be able to hold up his end of the deal? Well, the thing that's what I, 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 we talked about this before. If they, like I said, we talked about the pre-show fist fight. 
if they do that, they they sign a left tackle. Say they ch- sign Trent Williams. He's he's the best tackle in fr- free agency. Say they sign him. You got him on one side. You got Joe on the other. Then you get uh, Wyatt Davis in the second round. Then you get first. You get Jamar Chase in the, in the first. I actually like that because that will make Spain and Serphilia and Wyatt Davis all fight for two jobs. And the thing is, with as many injuries as the Bengals had last year and in the last couple years, you know, especially on the offensive line. Like I said, you got to stack talent. So, however, the Bengals can do that. You need to stack talent. So, when somebody gets injured, the guy behind them is not that big of a drop off. That's you know, that's dead on right there. I mean, it, it seems like with a boy, he, you know, he knew this. Oh, you're going to be put here. Period. You're going to start here. With if we get a second rounder, whether it be a guard tackle, whatever. He's going to have to fight for that position. We're not going to reach for somebody, but if he's there, we're going to take him. But he's not just going to be given the spot. Right. So, you know, that that's a very good point bringing up right there, Jeff, actually, um, to me. And, and the thing is, too, if you, go, man. If, you, yeah, if you go that direction like your dad's saying, then, you know, say Shaq doesn't want, you know, to break the bank to come back here or not come back or to come here, you know, maybe you could sign, you have some money left over to sign him. And there's, I mean, the thing is, there's so many options, and and especially if, like I said, at the, like I said before at the beginning of the show, if the Bengals release the guys we talked about releasing and freeing that much money up, it would be awesome. Now, Dog says the Bengals need Leon Sandcastle. Again, I'm assuming that's a Georgia Bulldog, but I don't know who he is. <laughs> I, I wish I did. If you could please explain me <laughs> who Leon Sandcastle is, I, I would I would appreciate it. I've still got my little plastic sand castles that you fill up with the sand and put on the beach out in the garage. All right, Gamer says, Senator, you have Hopkins who suffered, uh, I believe it was ACL. Yep. They should draft someone at center. I don't have huge faith in price. Um, I I agree with the Gamer. I don't think the Bengals are going to do that. I mean, I think... I think they should at least draft a guy who can play guard and center and switch back and forth until Hopkins gets back. I just have a feeling they're not going to. I got a feeling they're going to go with Price until Hopkins. And it also depends on how fast Trey gets back, which if my feeling is I think we're not going to see Trey till October, November at the earliest. I think because we, like we said, I talked about in past shows here, he's 300 and something pounds and he's got to put a lot of weight and torque on that knee. But the weird thing is, Joe Burrow tore his ACL and MCL. He got carted off the field. Hopkins tore his ACL and just walked off the field. I don't even think he was barely even limping. So maybe it's not as bad of a tear. That that I would love to find out some information how bad the tear was and how, you know, whatever. Oh, <laughs> we we can also actually get a center a pretty decent center in third, fourth round. If we were, if we're really that worried about it, if we don't think price can handle it, which I don't personally, but there, there will still be some pretty dandy centers in the fourth, fifth round. And you may, you might even find a diamond in the rough in the fifth, sixth round. You never know. So the thing thing is we don't, we don't need somebody to come in and be, I mean, yeah, yes, he has to be the starter, but he's not our, 
drop dead starter. You know, Hopkins is a starter. Now, if the guy comes in and plays great and him and Burrow have a chemistry and the offensive line is playing awesome, then, you know, that, that's a whole different story. And one thing I will give Zach credit for, he's not afraid to bench guys. And that's when the people get, get mad that, you know, Zach doesn't throw, you know, the clipboard. He doesn't get in the guy's face. He does it by playing time. If you're not playing good, he'll sit your ass down. So he's, he's not afraid to, to do that. So we'll see. Uh, Josh has got a comment here. Let's see here. BJ Finney can also play center to lineman. We got from Dunlop. Yeah, yeah, he can too. But I think, isn't that, as I see it, when you, when you said that earlier this week, was that Finney or was it Finley we were talking about getting it rid of Finney. in that group? It was Finney. It was Finney. So that's yeah. the only thing. If we get rid of, if we get rid of Finney to, to really, to uh, open up more money. But yeah, Finney can. But the thing is, but we're talking just if we keep Finney, that's it's not that much. It's I not don't know how good Finney is. That's the thing. He didn't even that, play for Seattle. There you I go. don't think he played. They put Price in. They didn't put him in. So I'm like, he might be worse than Price. You know what I mean? There might be a reason that Seattle let him go. Yeah, so. I don't know with Finney when it, you know, he, he was new, he new to the system. I don't I don't know if that had something to do with it, but if the dude can play center and he can give Billy a run for his money. Why the hell not? Yeah. Tommy. Hey, you joined the show. Thanks, man. Uh, this is the guy. If you go to who day nation posted all kinds of stuff about uh pro football focus and the rankings. And I, like I said, the one for between Sherbert and Burrow was awesome. But, uh, Tommy, if you're not subscribed, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe sports, strawberry ice. Appreciate it. <laughs> all right. The D three player, Quinn Martinez. Turned some head at the combine, and I'm guessing he could be a middle round pick. He's looking good at center in the senior bowl. There you go. That and that's kind of the guy I think the Bengals should try and get. I hope they do. I mean, my fear is they're going to just go with Price until Hopkins gets back, and I hope they don't because to me, Price is shown over and over and over again he can't play center. So we I can. hope you know. Yeah. Go ahead, Jerry. Sorry. I was. I didn't. I actually jumped in on you there, but yeah, we cannot afford this year if Burrow gets back to put anyone in front of him that does not deserve to be there, or who is not even on the level that needs to be there. If you get where I'm going with this, right. this is our kind of do or die year. It is for Zach Taylor, as far as I'm oh, concerned. It's, yeah, it's for you. Me said this for Zach. It's playoffs or or you're out but we know mike brown if he goes seven to nine and eight and eight he might keep him but for us it's playoffs or nothing yes we, we we've got to put an offensive line in front of burrow that will protect him period because that was the glaring weakness on this team last year and it was the, our defense was a glaring weakness but it was only in spurts we, we i think we can figure that out i hope we can but I'll get into lose uh, lose defensive comments here in just a second. So all right, let's get into some of these comments. The chat's yeah. starting to blow up here. Right, Josh, yeah. roll. I think he was uh, was or excuse me. I think he has a better upside than Price. I'll pull up the post Tommy made about Finney when they acquired him. Yeah, let me know because I don't honestly I don't know a thing about Finney. I don't to be know. honest, and I I, I mean I, I speak if I don't know I will tell you guys I don't know because there's lots of stuff because I try to do. Sports. I try to know as much as I can about Reds, Bengals, Bearcats, Ohio State, Buckeyes, all that stuff. I know we talk a ton of Bengals on here because 
that's what a lot of people want to talk about. And I love talking about the Bengals. So, you know, it's, you know, I'm live streaming on Hootay Nation. I'm live streaming on Ohio State Bucknuts. So those are my two biggest groups that I'm live streaming on. So we, so I talk a ton of Bengals. But yeah, if you can give me the information and read it, I mean, I can't, you know, I can't post it on here. But Big E, what up, brother? Hey, guys, what's up? Maybe since we have Pollock back, he can make Price what they thought he – yeah, what I thought he was going to be coming out of college. That's kind of what I'm I'm thinking that they're thinking, which again scares me because they thought Jim Turner could fix the offensive line. And, and they believe and I'm not saying Frank Pollock can't do it. I don't know. I think Frank, Frank Pollock is a better offensive line coach than Jim Turner was, but I have a feeling that's what the Bengals are thinking. So I hope, I hope we get. Uh, Sneakers, happy you're back. What's up, man? What's going on? I'm glad to be back. It was uh, one day. <laughs> one day. But All right. Josh, uh, Spain is aggressive but doesn't grade out well. I have mixed feelings with him. See, and that, that's the funny thing is when you look at the grades, he doesn't he doesn't grade at that high. But just from my eyes watching the games. I was impressed with him, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, and and that's where that's where I like if you get one guard, say you sign Tooney, or we draft a guard in in the draft, and you let those three fight it out for two spots. Why not? I, you know, I'm good with that, and, and I would be okay with with what what we what comes out of that. And then if we get the guy uh, that Tommy was talking about in the you know sixth round or whatever at center, that gives another. I want competition. I want to stack talent. I want talented guys to fight it out, to make it hard to be the starting offensive line, center, guard, tackle, whatever for the Bengals. You know, we can't just go, oh, we got Bobby Hart. We'll go with him. Oh, maybe Fred Johnson will win. No, no, no. I want it to be, all right, this guy's good. This guy could do it. This guy could do it. This guy could do it. But I got too many guys that could actually play very well in the offensive line and not enough spots. That's what I want the Bengals to do. That's what they need to do in all their spots. Now, that's easier said than done, especially with the salary cap and everything. But that's why you, if you draft well and you get these guys on their rookie contracts, you can do that. That's why you got to draft well. That's why you cannot have a draft like 2015 where you only hit on one guy, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, and like, like you said, and like I was, you got to have competition. I, we cannot draft people. For a certain spot and just say you're guaranteed. Okay. Just to put this in layman's terms for everybody. If, if, if a corporation hired you and said, you're going to be the manager, you're going to be the big stud. The first thing you're going to do is go in your desk, look around at everybody, give them a smirk, sit in your chair, put your feet up on your desk and let them know you're the man. That isn't always how things need to work. You've got to build up. You've got to work for certain positions, just like we do in everyday life in our own jobs. So when we drafted Abuehi and Fisher, all of these guys, they already knew they had a spot coming in. They knew the right. money was there. And you can say what you want, but in the NFL, it's a little different. These guys are playing for money. I mean, it's, it's the truth. The guys in college – are playing to get in to make the money. So once you've made that money and once you know you've got a spot, you can get a little bit um, complacent. Complacent, you know. Yeah, there you go. So that's where now, I'm at. Now, now I have a question. Uh, you know, in your in your job, your real job, yeah, that you actually paid for, not this job. Um, 
is that what you do? You walk in the office like I'm the man, and you know you guys got to come to me and put your feet up on the table. Going, yep, uh, Jeremy D in the house. Just come here, peasants. Come here. Come to me now. <laughs> how, did he, how did he know that? <laughs> no, uh, no, that's completely the opposite of who I am. But I, I, I have seen many, many people like that. So I'm just yeah. saying, in in the world of football, it, yeah. it's kind of like that. Well, you you, that- you do. You get complacent. Well, that's one thing you got to respect the hell out of Tom Brady. That's what he does every single day. He he still keeps that chip on his shoulder as a six round pick or whatever he was, and he he reminds. That's what the great players do. That's what I hope Joe Burrow. That's why I like. Not that I liked, but he didn't get a shot at Ohio State. You know, he was looked over there. He had to leave. He had to go all the way down south to LSU and prove himself. And to me, that's the chip. That's the thing great players have to have to keep them going and keep going. Okay, you know, I'll prove you wrong. You know, like like Joe Burrow's got it right now. The knee injury. Oh, you guys don't think I'll be back? Jeremy D. Don't think I'll be back game one. All right, all right. I'll prove you wrong. Watch, watch. You know, it's stuff like that. That's that's what competitors, great competitors, have to do. Michael Jordan did it. I mean, Michael Jordan made up stuff about players, you know, to get it pissed off and fired up to go play them. Well, first of all, yes, I did not say Burrow would not be back. You don't believe he's going to be back day one, though. I have a hard time after listening to Zach and the doctors and Burrow even. Burrow is very confident he's coming back. God knows. There's So so is the Iceman right here. Well, you as well, and yes. and probably a lot of you guys watching. I, I and I hope he is, and I'm in that category with all of y'all. But it does worry me a little bit that he could miss the first few games, maybe a month. I don't know. I just, I just don't want us to take any chances on this year. So that's why when people talk about Jameis Winston, Cam Newton, you know, I don't go crazy don't over it. Newton. Well, I don't want Cam Newton either. Don't give and yeah, I'll, I'll put that on the record right now. Yeah. But as a backup, we we've got to find somebody that can come in and maybe win a game or two, just in case. That's all I'm saying. No, I agree. We I think we have to. Uh, well, it, it, I preface this. Yeah, I think we need to upgrade the QB situation. But Josh Allen actually played pretty good, so I wouldn't be. Eh. We'll see. I mean, I don't pay it on the leg. Get, Finley you know. and Josh Allen. I, I think we can do a little better with the money yeah. that we're gonna have available. That's- I, I want. Well, like I said I, I said I, I would love to get Fitz Magic. He's perfect. I, that's a guy I like to have. Yeah. Oh, I'd be. Yeah. I mean, look at Stafford. Look what happened with Matthew Stafford and and Jared Goff. Yeah. And my God, they gave up two first round picks. Yep. And gave up Jared Goff to get yep. Stafford, who has been injured his whole career. So. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking I, about that yesterday. Now, oh, let me get the okay. gamers, gamers uh, question here. No, you weren't on the show. Didn't even watch it. Whatever. I don't care if you didn't have power, Jeremy. You should watch the damn show. What you want me Chase. to do? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gamer says, T. Higgins, do you think he could be the number one wide receiver? Oh. oh, yeah, I do. But the thing is, if they get Jamar Chase, Chase will be the number one. <laughs> It'll be like 1-1-A. One, one <laughs> Yeah, I think Boyd could be number one A, one B, one yeah. C. I, I, well, he's number one. I mean, he's. I think he's not the number one receiver now. Now, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
All right, uh, sneaker. Uh, Bobby Hart is a revolving door. 68 over all of the doors in Cincinnati. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's about right. Yeah, yeah he's... But the thing is, though, I mean, I, and I, I bang on Bobby Hart a lot. I'll be honest. Once, once he got a, a good guard next to him, he wasn't terrible, but he's still not a guy I, I want as my right tackle, you know? That's yep. just that's just me. Like I said, what six six months or no uh, through week six or whatever yeah. week four, he'd make a great backup. He'll be a good backup in Cincinnati. All right. Gamer says he doesn't believe Joe will be back until week four. Holy smokes! See, I don't know I, about that. I, it worries me. It but, really does. Well, I, like I said, I keep telling you, you guys remember Carson Palmer? Carson Palmer had the exact same knee injury, got injured in the playoffs in January, and Play the very first game. Joe got injured in November before Thanksgiving. But Joe had an ACL, so ACL, I, MCL, I, and more. No, there was no more. You keep saying that there was no more. It was ACL and MCL. What I read that, well, you read it wrong. I don't care what you said. All right, I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> it would. Okay, let's just say this too, though. At the same yeah. time, yeah, Burrow's back week one. We're going to Super Bowl, baby. I oh, mean. Sorry. God, God forbid, though, you know, like uh, he uh, hits his Don't pinky. Don't say he helps. gets hurt again because you kept talking about getting hit, him getting hurt he's last gotta, year and he got hurt. He's got, yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> thing, a, a, a strained pinky. Can't, you know, he's out for a week. He, it's he if he back comes back week one. Yeah, Do we really want Brandon Allen in there for no. a week or two? No, no, we need a good backup. I, I say we need, I, I, it's kind of where I say we need a stacked talent. And well, I go back and forth on the, on the QB thing because I just don't want to spend a ton of money. On a backup quarterback. That's just me. Oh, not a ton. I'll be cheap that way. Tommy says, Allen isn't a startable, but he wasn't bad. It depends on what kind of money the team wants to put up until back. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of where I'm at. I mean, I I like to upgrade to the position, but I don't want to spend a ton of money. And I sure as hell do not want Cam Newton. And it has nothing to do with Cam Newton himself. It's Cam Newton, the player. He threw four freaking touchdowns last year. I mean, if you get Cam, and that's why I don't understand why Pro Football Focus says, "Oh, the Bengals are going to sign Cam Newton." Why in the hell would they sign him? They because, put a guarantee on it. I mean, yeah, they it, said it's right, over. Because if Cam Newton's your quarterback, you got to change your offense. It's completely different. I mean, your backup quarterback has to do the same thing as your starting quarterback. Now you got to change the offense. Now Cam Newton could go to Baltimore and be a backup for. For them, because that, that they run the same kind of offense, that makes sense. I I personally don't think Cam Newton is even that great of a runner anymore. To be honest, I I, I actually you know, and his arm has really let let everybody down uh, in the last couple of years here. And he was the the hottest thing coming out of Auburn. I mean, my gosh! But I would much rather have somebody like a Jameis Winston that can move around like Burrow, can run for a first down like Burrow. But can also zip the ball a little bit. I mean, Cam Newton just seems like he's. He, he, I don't this know. One, this one wouldn't be a bad one here. Griff said Tyrod Taylor is available. I, that one I wouldn't mind. Ty, Tyrod, I like Tyrod Taylor. But now, because he, 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 he throw can throw the it. Ball. Yeah, he can throw exactly. He'd throw it. You know, uh, so I wouldn't, and I don't think he costs us a whole lot of money. So I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, that's. Oh, okay, that okay. Josh posted that's the Finney tape. That Tommy Lips can post it. So if you guys are in the chat, 
you can go up and you can look at where Josh posted above. He's got the uh, the tape on BJ Finney that Tommy posted in Houday Nation. So you guys can click on that check and check it out. Foxy, what's up, brother? Carson had ACL, MCL, and more, and still was back for week one. Exactly. That's what I keep saying. That's what I'm like. They had the same freaking injury. and <laughs> It was in January, and it was in 2005, 15 years ago. We're in 2021. I'm not disagreeing at all. If yes, he is, Fox. He's totally back. disagreeing with you. He's talking crap about you. Don't let him do that to you, Fox. Foxy knows better. Um, if if Burl, that's our number one. That's the only way we're going to be able to make anything out of this season. I don't care if Tyrod Taylor, Fitzmagic, or Cam Newton is our backup. I don't care. Without well, Burl, we're not going anywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, if, if our backup quarterback has to play, we're in trouble. That's kind of yeah, what I said games. last year. Yeah. yeah. So I'm with you. I'm with you, Fox. I just hope to God he is back. He's ready. But I'm always the realest type of guy that just saying if, 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 if there's no reason to not spend an extra 10 million and, and bring in, you know, bring in somebody. Just so this, this is this is why this 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 show works. I'm the optimistic. He's always depressed. He's just a depressing guy. I can't. You know. I, I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> to bring the show down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see here. Uh, DP, what's up, brother? Hey, Jeremy Dean. Why don't the Bengals sign Joe Flacco to be a backup quarterback? Do you think he's good? Nope. I think, well, he asked you, but my opinion, Joe Flacco is washed up. Hey, yeah. uh, I don't think. I mean, hey, and, and then it's just so many other quarterbacks, so many quarterbacks that are out there. Marcus Mariota will be out there. Jameis Winston's out there. Fitzpatrick is out there. Uh, you, you know, there's a lot of guys that are out there that you can get. That's true, you know, and but for the price tag, if we're looking to go cheap on a backup, you know what? I mean, I don't see Flacco being horrible, uh, you know, but he was horrible in Denver. He really was. Oh, dude, he had one good year. He made it to Super Bowl, had a great year, and he's never been good. I Like I said, I like Griff's idea. I like Tyrod Taylor because Tyrod Taylor, I don't think he's going to cost us a lot of money. He'd be a good backup in case we need him. You know, I, I think that's that might be exactly what I'm kind of talking about. But where Tyrod, everywhere Tyrod Taylor's went, he's been promised the starting position. So, and then yeah, I think that's over. You know, yeah. Well, I don't know if in his head. That's the only thing I'm well, thinking of. That's well. I mean, that's that's it. most any quarterback. I mean, they all well, want to yeah. start. You know, but Joe Burrow, man, you come in behind Joe Burrow, you know, it's not I, happening. Yeah, yeah, not exactly. gonna happen. Not gonna happen. All right, Crip. Do you guys believe we will see another Bengal player retire? At halftime, the last one I remember. Oh, you mean get injured and retire? Oh, ah, uh, I hope not. Uh, yeah, I hope not. Tim Cromwell. Actually, he didn't retire. Cromwell came back. Cromwell came back and played. Uh, I, if I'm reading your, it, he got injured. Yes, he didn't retire after the Super Bowl. He played. If I'm reading your, your uh, think, comment there. Yeah, he came back the next year. Yeah, yeah, he, he had a rod in his leg. He played, I think, to like. 92, 93, 94, somewhere yeah. around there. I have to look that up. All right. Uh, as always, guys, uh, the live video link is at the top of the chat. Uh, if it's not, let me know, but because uh, I can't see it on my screen, but I'm pretty sure it's up there. My producer said it was, and now she left me. She's I'm down here all by myself, so I'm hoping it's up there. All right, Keith, what's up, brother? I think the Bengals 
will go after Blake Bortles to be the backup for Burrow. That that would be all right. I mean, Blake Bortles. And no, no, I mean, put it this way: nobody who you're in here for a backup quarterback is going to be. Oh my goodness, that's who we need to get. Because if they're like, oh my goodness, that's who we need to get, people might go, oh, maybe he could start. I'm like, what the hell? Because I still, dude, I still remember. I still remember this when the Bengals drafted AJ McCarron. I, and there's a guy at work. Oh, well, there goes Andy's going to lose his job. I'm going to AJ McCarron. Like, are you serious? Oh, yeah, he's way better than Andy Dalton. I said, <laughs> what the hell have you been watching? I'm like, AJ McCarron was a good college quarterback. I said, not that Andy Dalton was was a juggernaut, but I said he ain't losing his job to AJ McCarron. I'm like, I still, I'll, I'll never. I'm like, I just look. I, I was like, do you know football? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah he no, played no. football. I'm like, I'm all right, whatever. Never AJ. He, AJ McCarron. I watched him play every one of his college games being down here, and I, I knew Dalton had no problem whatsoever there, and that's why he's not even a backup with the Bengals right now, and that's why he's a second or third stringer with. I don't even know now, Houston or wherever he went. I thought it was, I thought it was Buffalo. Actually, I thought I saw him on on field there. Yeah, Dog said Sam Darnold is the best quarterback in the league. LOL. Uh, (laughs) I mean, I I I don't know if they're going to keep Darnold or not. At first, I didn't think they were going to, but then there's some talk that they might keep him and draft a one of the offensive line that we want. I don't know. Well, I would be shocked if they do that because, like I said. They're get, the Jets are getting a new coach, or they hired a new coach. And the way the NFL works now is you get that quarterback on that rookie contract. Darnold is not on; he's he's going to be done now on his rookie contract. He's going to have to sign an extension or whatever, so it's going to cost you more money. And there's a ton of quarterbacks in this draft. This is a very high quarterback draft and a very high offensive lineman draft. So if you need those things, you can find them. But like I said, my problem is. We've drafted off its linemen and it haven't worked out. So. You know what? You know, that's true. And with Stafford going, you know, to the Rams and golf coming to Detroit, that gives the Rams Detroit's, what, number seven pick? I think so. so. I'll put put this way: the Rams will not have a first round pick for seven consecutive years. Wow! They traded all away. <laughs> Foxy wow. wants to fight you now. You you done pissed Fox off. He's ready to go. I think he's driving up from Louisville or driving oh. down from Louisville to Alabama. He's gonna knock your ass out. <laughs> you know I love you, Foxy. I'm playing, man. You know it's it's all it's all gravy. Uh, Griff agrees with me. Burrow will be back week one. I hope. Titus says, get rid of Billy Price. And Griff, let's see here. Griff Griff is the Sherbert fan of the group because he loves the Chargers. So we need to see Herbert versus Burrow. Hopefully they both are healthy when the Chargers come to town. Yeah, that's good. I, that will be fun to watch both. Those. I think it's going to be fun watching both those guys play in the next 10 years. I mean, I, I really do. You're a Bengal fan. Yeah, because we're going to whoop his ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, AJ McCarron, dude beat only losing teams, so that's why he didn't last. So as a starting QB. Biggie. Let's see here. Uh seems like more the more Allen played, the better he got, with the exception of the Baltimore games. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's where I mean I, I'm 
that left me off on a sour note. Yeah, well, that Baltimore, that Baltimore game left everybody on a sour note because the entire freaking team didn't show up. I don't even think Zach Taylor showed up. I think that was just a cardboard cutout of him on the sideline, you know. Yeah, that, that that Baltimore game, that, that, oh, that ticked me off so bad that they, we ended the season like that. That was terrible. You know, even on, on, on defense, man, and just so I can get this off of my phone, I would like to read what – Anarumo Armadillo, Armadillo. Said about bringing back Carl Lawson and WJ3. I don't know what anybody might think of this, but he said, I think they're equally important for us. We're in a situation where I think we can upgrade both of those positions. Mm-hmm. So he's saying we can get another pass rusher. We can get another cornerback. We got the money. He, he's he's right there. There's a chance. Exactly. Certainly. <laughs> We want to finally get our 2020 free agent edition, Trey Waynes, on the field. Mm. And and see what we can do, and hopefully things will work out with Willie Jackson and Carl Lawson. To us, they're both going to be impactful positions that we add guys to this year. Now, he did go on to say that – Willie J and Lawson had great exit interviews, but it is free agency and you never know what's going to happen. So even though I hate even quoting Blue, I I can't stand that he's still here. Yes. But, you know, it kind of, it is what it is. There's nothing we can complain about or do to make it change. No. So, so, I mean, the thing is, look, look, I will be the first one to praise him if, if the defense improves. I will. God's honest truth. I'll be like, I was wrong. Armadillo is actually a decent coach. And I hope I am. I would love to be wrong. I want to be wrong about this. I want our defense to be good. But I just, I don't know. I, I, I haven't seen, I saw way too many times where we played, we backed up, and we, we gave wide open passes over the middle of the field over and over and over again, and they kept doing the same freaking thing. And I can see it on my TV here in the Ice Cave, and Armadillo isn't doing anything about it. And you can watch the cornerbacks back up. Oh, anyway, I guess so. I well, get a little irritated with that. Not to mention, we were supposed to go to a three-four defense, which is why we brought in Bynes and why look, we, look drafted, we drafted. Look at this. Say the man Armadillo who ran a five. Or Armadillo who ran a five-two yeah. and dropped yeah. Hubbard back into coverage. At I know. Exactly. That's what I'm like. Oh my! I would get so ticked off watching the defense. Like the one I I've talked about this a lot on the show is the Indianapolis Colts game. We should have won that game. That game we lost that. And Burrow says he took it on his shoulders that he lost it because he threw the interception. It should have never came down to that. We had a twenty what twenty four point lead if I remember right. And over and over and over again, the tight end right over the middle of the field, the wide receiver right over the middle of the field, right over the middle of the field. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, and what good- the middle of the field? Where's our linebackers at? Yeah, and what good does it do to send a linebacker and put Hubbard out in space? Yeah, I mean, that, that doesn't. <laughs> Why not send the linebacker Hubbard's and Hubbard? Coverage guy. He's a pass rusher. <laughs> But because he can move a little bit, he's a little quicker than the rest. Oh, you know, goodness. it's like yeah. Luke has this, like like you were saying about David Bell. He's he's this wizard. You know, oh, I'm going to mix him. We're gonna have 
We're going to have the corners blitz, and we're going to have the linebackers go back and go into coverage. What the hell is wrong no. with you? You got your ass burnt. That's oh, what happened. Diesel. Anyway, I'll, like I said, all right, I want to give a shout-out. Like I said, I did it before the beginning of the show. Give a shout-out to my boy, uh, Bengal Jim and Friends. His show is on at 8 o'clock on his YouTube channel after mine, and it's going to be a really cool show. He's got the reunion of the 81 Super Bowl team. So with i got 23 people watching right now, and hopefully most of you were around in 1981 seeing Chris Collinsworth's rookie year, Pete Johnson, Ken Anderson, all that. Other than the Freezer Bowl, you cannot say the Freezer Bowl. What, and you can't say the Super Bowl, what was your favorite memory of the 81 season? Now, for me, I was five, six years old. So, I, I like I said, I remember the Freezer Bowl, and I remember the Super Bowl, and I remember some other stuff. So, I don't really know if I got, I'm kind of making it hard on you guys, but it's my show, my rules. <laughs> What are some good memories that you guys had of the 1981 uh, year? Because that was the first year of, of the stripes. And I, I, I'll put it to you this way. My, mine has actually nothing to do with the games themselves. My uncle had season tickets for the Bengals that year. And he was at the Freezer Bowl. I know everybody, everybody you know, says they're at the Freezer Bowl. My uncle was actually there. I, I know he's got the ticket stuff. He was there. And he went to the Super Bowl. It was up in Pontiac, Michigan. And the Bengals lost, and I was sad, and yada, yada, yada. So he came to her house because uh, he bought me something. He bought me. I wish I still had the hat, but I don't I don't know what in the world happened to this. It probably didn't fit me anymore. But it was a cool hat. It had the Bengals. Look at the Bengals helmet. It had the Bengals stripes on it. So he, he I woke up, and he had left already. My dad, hey, Uncle Bob, drop this hat off. I'm like, oh, dude, that's so cool. I wore that hat freaking everywhere. It was the coolest hat. That's why I love the Bengals helmet, man. It is so cool. But anyway, what you guys, if you guys got any uh, memories or anything of the 81, we can do the 88 Super Bowl too, but Bengal Jim and Friends are doing the 88, or excuse me, 81 Super Bowl team. Yeah, and you know what? That was a cool deal because, you know, my story is a little bit kind of like yours. I was very young, so my dad gave me a, back then it was a wooden type plaque with their, baseball cards or their football cards i guess you could say now inside right. black had you know had, had all the guys there even collinsworth for his rookie year all it it kills me to this day although we, we have we moved a lot now we're down in alabama of course you know that for however long but anyway i have misplaced it and it was one of the coolest things that i'd ever had i wish i could have it right here behind me hanging on the wall somewhere but it, that was that was one of my, as a kid, favorite gifts that I can look back on now and say, "My God, how did I? How did this get away from me? How? how where, where is it now?" Yeah, you know, that, I had that. I had that, and I had the '82 uh, Super Bowl uh, banner, the pennant. There you go. I, yeah. I, I hung up my room for years, and then I moved out of my parents' house. At, to be honest, it might be in my closet over here because <laughs> I got other stuff that I have to dig out. That I. This is a funny story. I, I didn't say I got mad at my mom, but I kind of thought she got rid of all my baseball cards and a whole bunch of other stuff that I had saved when I moved out, you know, 20, she's almost 30 years ago now. But anyway, she's like, I did not do that. I gave them to you. I'm like, I don't have them, mom. I don't know what you're talking about. So one day, a couple years ago, I was cleaning out the, the closet here. By God, I found them. <laughs> I'm like, is that a car? I'm like, all right, mom, you're right. I, I had it. So I, I got, I they're still in there. I got the tops, uh, my tops baseball card. I was always a tops guy. 
I, I so I collected their sets. I got the if I remember right here. I got the 86, 87, 88, and 89 complete sets. And I didn't just go buy the sets. I went and bought the cards, found the numbers, and did it all and collected them all. And anyway, I have no idea how I got on that subject, but <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, you you were a tops guy. I, so, so was I, mainly baseball with the tops. Yeah. But I never really got a whole lot of football cards. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have a whole lot either. Well, that's because back then baseball cards were going to make us rich. You know, and that's true. Yeah. You oh, you got the Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card. Oh. This is worth so much money. Eh, that wasn't as much as we thought it was going to be. <laughs> they kind of well, they kind of lost their value. They ended up trading it for the next guy up. You know what I mean? I mean, right? Who you thought was best after that? It just right. you kept losing your cards, and the next thing you know, they're completely gone. Do you do you ever play that game of uh, flip, where you you flip you have baseball cards in your hands, you flip you flip them, and like if you do the back of the number, the higher number would win, or you go by you say you pick a, a color on the card. And that would that would win, and you you know, the the you person the wins take the card, yeah, 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 yep, something like that. <laughs> I, I I remember playing that, and I'd always yeah. only I'd make sure I play with the cards. I didn't care about it. if I lost them. Yeah. I didn't care. There wouldn't be any of my reds. No, wouldn't, nobody I cared about. Uh, wouldn't be yeah. yep. yep. Nope. Wouldn't be anybody I cared about. I'm like if I lost, I lost. That's fine. <clears throat> and I, I remember playing. We my buddy stayed up all night and played it one time. Oh, <laughs> uh, we and it, it was there's no rhyme or reason. It's just a random. Luck of the draw. There's no, there's no strategy. You just, nope. just play flip. You just flip them. <laughs> there was, there wasn't no trading cards involved. It was just like flip of a coin, pretty yeah, much. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, let's get back into the Bengals. I know we got off on a tangent there about our childhood days and and uh, all that, but um, that's interesting what Armadillo is saying. And like I said, I don't. We said this a million times on our show that I don't know how or why in the world he is, was retained as the defensive coordinator when you got rid of I think I rid of pretty much almost all their coaches except their coordinators, you know. Defense line and yeah, yeah, yeah. Defense line coach, running back coach, uh uh offensive line coach, and they keep Armadillo, who like Tommy said, <laughs> he dropped Hubbard back in coverage. And I just it just makes you want to go, what the hell are you thinking? You know, Taylor's going to be the guy. I know I mentioned this earlier in the show, but he's going to be the guy that has to answer for this. You know, he had a big deal in what happened. It probably had the full call is what I'm guessing. So at the end of this year, if we don't end up in the playoffs and winning a game or seriously being hot as hell, I, you know, Zach Taylor better. I, I hope he knows what he's doing. Keeping Lou. I understand camaraderie and, and keeping people for a few years. Well, this is year three. Here we go. <clears throat> There's no excuses. Now this, I gotta go with Biggie's comment here. This may, this is why I call the Sucky Niners the Sucky Niners. He said, I remember wanting to throw something through the TV when that big 270 founder Pete Johnson could not get in the end zone from the third freaking time. Three tries. Couldn't do it. Like, oh, it was so. And then you see the 49er. I can't remember. I think it's Randy Cross. I cannot stand Randy Cross. Hold oh, this stub. I'm like, you son of And then, you, then for me, you got the eight, the 88 Super Bowl. I totally remember this one. I got, like I said, the house that I grew up in. It's probably the holes are probably still there unless somebody fixed them. John Taylor <laughs> catches that pass. I was, dude, I'm sitting there, still sitting there going, okay, 43 seconds. We, we can still do this. I'm like 12 years old. Like, 
We, we can do this. We can come back. No. I'm like, I just walk upstairs. Bam. Yo. <laughs> like, You've got to be kidding me. Oh, my goodness. Hey, hey, with two different quarterbacks. Oh, geez. I, you, you wouldn't. Well, I guess the Bills kind of feel maybe a little bit like that. But the Bills. No, I, were, I love. Look, I, my, my favorite part was when we beat the Bills. Because in 88, I'm talking about 88 again. I, I know Jim's doing the, the 81 season, but 88. Right. Yeah, 88. They yeah. complained and complained about the no huddle offense. And they and they, they got it so we, we couldn't use it. It was illegal, you know. And we still beat them to go to the yeah. Super Bowl. And then next year, the Buffalo Bills come out. We got the K-Gun. Yeah, Jim Kelly yep. and the K-Gun. Yep. <laughs> it's called the no huddle offense, and Sam Weiss started it. But it You're drives right. me nuts. They give the Buffalo Bills... Oh, the K gun, like whatever. Um, you see, Trown, they play um to, uh, tomorrow. No, uh, Thursday night, they're playing Temple. That's their first game in about a month. And the <laughs> I was watching the uh, John Brand show, or not watching, listening to the John Brand show last night with my, my boy Terry Nelson. And John said, "Today, hopefully, will be the first time that they were able to do five on five practices since." Their last game, which is at Wichita State a month ago. So they're playing Thursday. He, he like John Brand said, there's no excuses. It is what it is. I think we're going to get our ass whooped, but I hope I'm wrong. You know, I can't, I, I just don't understand it. I mean, they were supposed to have this big um, stoppage and play in Ohio State sports. And, you know, the Buckeyes are at number seven now after beating Michigan State or Penn State, then Michigan State. Um, which they've won some much bigger games than that. Those guys, those teams haven't played very well at all this year. Michigan State started out six and zero, and then once they got into the conference, just got obliterated. But it, I, I don't understand what what's the deal. Do you have any insight on that, Jeff? Why are they? Why have they held back the Bearcats when the Buckeyes have been playing games out the yin yang? Not really well, meant to it's, be. It's, it just depends on well. The last game against South Florida, it was canceled because of South Florida, not the Bearcats. Okay. And, and I guess they're still having some COVID. Basically, what John Brandon said last night is they did not have, when the games were canceled, they did not have, them or the other team did not have enough players to play. You needed 10 players to play. And okay. they didn't have it. They would have 10. He said that they, he said he doesn't know if they're going to have more than that or not. And if these guys test positive. They could be completely fine, but they test the positive or they're around somebody or however they, they do this. It's, it's, yeah. All right, Biggie, I was thrilled when they traded Pete Johnson for James Brooks, LOL. Yeah. And the, the funny thing is, you guys, I mean, the Freezer Bowl, James, James Brooks played in the Freezer Bowl, played for the Chargers, but he played in the Freezer Bowl. Right. Now, this is somebody new. You, Trump Daddy. What's up? Welcome to the show. What's up, brother? Uh, appreciate the, the sub, um, okay. The Tim Cromwright injury, I will never forget 88 Super Bowl or the stamp, yes, yeah, Stanford Jennings for the TD in 88. Yeah, because and the cool thing was he just his daughter was just born. And if you watch the film afterward, you know, the sideline, I can't remember Stanford's daughter's name, but he was like, Well, that for, for I think it was Sadie. He's like, Yeah, and she, I mean, she literally was born like that week. Stanford did that. I thought we were going to win. I'm like, Oh my goodness, we're gonna win! I had the same feeling in 2015 when we it, when Montez Perfect intercepted Rattlesburger 
I like, oh my, I look at my son and I ruined it. I jinxed it. I said, we're going to win a playoff game. We, and all, the, we all did, Jeff. Oh my God. Then the fumble happened. Like, anyway. <laughs> Friggin' Hill. Oh my goodness. Stupid Joey Porter. I can't stand it. from LSU where Joe yeah. Burrow is now coming from. Who's going to take us to the promised land. Yeah, so baby. LSU screwed us and LSU's bringing us back again. Yeah. But to get back to Trump daddy's Trump. Tim Crumright's injury. Yeah. I mean, they showed that over and over and over again. And Crumright has said he, if you ever watched the NFL network thing, uh, what's called ringless or you didn't get the ring or however they put it, the teams that almost won the Super Bowl, but didn't, which the Bengals are on there twice, <laughs> but the 88 one Crumright basically said he blamed himself. He said he was too fired up, too jacked up, and the adrenaline got to him, and he put his body in a weird predicament and broke his leg. Was what it was, man. It was what it was. Jeremy Hill is the Bill Buckner of Cincinnati. Yeah, and well, dude, the thing is, last time the Patriots won a Super Bowl, Jeremy Hill was on there, and he's trolling the Bengals. He didn't even freaking play. For the Patriots. And he's trolling Bengal fans like, dude, what the? If you hold on to the damn ball, we win that playoff game. And oh. we would have went forward. I mean, that was a good oh, team we had. We had a dude, good dude. team. And and Andy Dalton would have been back the next week. Well, thing is, you can look at it this way. And if Just think, if Andy Dalton doesn't throw an interception to the Steelers in that game and try to stick his hand out and trip the guy and break his thumb, it could be a completely different season. Because Andy Dalton was having a MVP type year. He was having his best season of the year, of his career. Go back you, and look. Yeah, well, you could even go back to the Texans game where he threw a pick six to J.J. Watt. I mean, that them, them things, them little – well, that's not a little thing. No, that's not a little thing. No, you idiot. Thing. You idiot. Yeah. What are you but, doing? Yeah, I mean, throw it over him. But, you know, just stuff, little stuff, you know, and – Oh, anything that could go wrong has went wrong. My God, we were running out the clock. That's all we were doing. They would have had ten, eight seconds. There, there, but, the but game was O-V-E-R. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow is going to lead us to, to the promise. Because, like I said, if we can get, if we can get, put if Duke Tobin could do what he did before, which I think he's capable of doing it, give the talent he had before. But or the type of talent he had before for that that five year playoff run, and have Joe Burrow as your quarterback, I think we're going to win the Super Bowl, maybe two. But you got to have the talent. You got to have you got to stack talent. Got to stack talent. You got to have the coaches. Yes, and like I said, with Armadillo, like I said, I look if he does great, I'll be fine with it. I'm like I'm. I hope he does. Armadillo, I'm praying you do good. I, I don't see it. I've seen two years of you, and I don't like what I've seen. But I'm praying something changes, and that's where I'm. I'm hoping that the Bengals got to do something on on the defense. They do. They need to get pass rushers. They got to add, but they really need to add to the offense because I have more faith in Zach Taylor and his offense than I do Armadillo's defense. So we might have to be like the Chiefs were the first couple of years and go out and just outscore people before they got a defense that could stop somebody. I'm with you. I'm with you on that 100. I, I, I don't see Lou. After watching, we didn't watch three games. We didn't watch five games. Sixteen games. 
we got to see Lou. Well, we got two, see- two years of 16 games. Exactly. So 32 games, actually. So, yeah, we can go by that. Thank you. And- I was told math is not a requirement to do this job. Oh, I'm sorry, brother. Well, I'll help you out there. Um, <laughs> but no, you know, we, we've we, we've seen all that he has to offer. And so far, you could probably count on one, maybe two hands of good to decent games our defense have played. And that's a scary thought going into the third year with this same guy. You know, it just worries me. I, He's had different players each year. He's he's they built him up. Well, last year we had a ton of injuries. I'll give him that. But man, just still, I pray yeah, we I, had him. I mean, we didn't have a ton of injuries in that in that indie game. We no. still had our, we still had most of our guys. Yep. So th- this is this is what I think about. Uh, I think was about it. Yeah, this is what I think about uh, Armadillo. He is incorrect. He should, Agreed. Not be, he should not be our defensive coordinator. But like I said, like I said, it is what it is. There's nothing we can do about it. We do or just hope that he figures it out. All right, Tommy. Uh, hey, Tommy, like I said, you look like you're still on Facebook, which is fine. You can comment on Facebook, but give me a sub. Give me a sub. Go to Sports with Strawberry Ice. Give me a sub. All right, I'm not a big fan of. Golden at linebackers coach either. Pratt played way too many snaps. Don't know if that's Golden or Lou's call or both. Yeah, I I was. I mean, my question is, Logan Wilson did, was he injured at the end of the year? Yes. Well, he was because he played. I thought he was really improving, and I didn't see him as much. Yep. And we we saw you know a lot of Pratt and. But I will say this, Tommy Pratt at the end of the year actually started making some plays. You know, like I'll say, like in the year, like the last two games, there were so many times I can't remember what game it was, but Pratt was in the backfield and couldn't make the tackle. Drives me, I mean, they're there. That's one thing that would drive me nuts with the, with the players. That's where I'm like, you got to get better players also because there's not a ton, but there's multiple times where our quarterbacks were there to knock the ball down. Or our our linemen were there, or our linebackers were there to sack the quarterback. Our edge guys were there, or you know, sack the quarterback, and they couldn't get him down. They they were there, but they couldn't make the play. Yeah, that's another. That's where I keep saying we got to stack talent. So I don't agree with Armadillo. I don't think he's a good coach, but I also think we need a serious upgrade at defense. And it's a year. I don't think we can improve everything in one year, but we can get awful damn close. I think. Yeah, you know. I- I, I don't know if I can blame it on the linebackers, coach. I mean, they were where they needed to be a lot of the times. Um, I, I would have to put it on, you know, Lou, just about everything. At the end of the day, you know, you can be a, line, a linebacker coach, a cornerback coach, a, a positional uh, defense, a defensive line coach, which we got rid of those guys. We'll yeah. see if that was the right deal or not. But at right. the end of the day, when you're the defensive coordinator, you're the defensive coordinator. And Pratt, I, I'm I'm kind of with him there. Pratt did play too many snaps, but at the same time, I think it was injuries that promoted that because you know we well, that's why I started noticing more is toward the end of the year when Wilson was out and right, you know. So mm-hmm. uh Carson says I think Joe Burrow needs to prove his arm strength. Uh 
see, arm strength isn't everything. It's more accuracy. I mean, you can have the, a cannon for an arm, but if you can't fit it in tight windows, I, I, I mean, yeah, you can always improve it, but I wouldn't really make a big deal about it. It's, Keith, it's, Mike Brown spent $100 million on the defense only for Armadillo to run the prevent. That doesn't work. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. sadly, we all saw that. Um, just go back to Carson real quick. Yeah, got it. You know, that was kind of my thing. If you remember, Jeff, mm-hmm. very beginning of the discussions about that season, yes. That was kind of my thing uh, on Burrow. You know, I said the guy needs to really start building up his upper body. There isn't a whole lot there, blah, blah, blah. But as I watched him throughout the year, I think his arm did get stronger. And he's got the touch. And, and like you were saying, I started to realize Joe Burrow is a lot more than just an arm strength guy. Look at Matthew Stafford. He's got a rocket for an mm-hmm. arm. Yep. He just got traded. I mean, mm-hmm. now they gave up the world for him to get him. But at the end of the day, he's injured a lot. You know, he he hasn't really – he not he's never won a Super Bowl. He's – Never even got his team really there. Um, there's a lot of other guys that you can go back to. Um, I always try to go back to that Falcons quarterback, Jim George. Yeah, Jeff Jeff George. Jeff George. Man, yeah. had a rocket for an arm. Yep. Didn't really, you know, it, you could even actually kind of go to Brett Favre. Yes, Brett Favre, MVP. Won a Super Bowl, won. But... Man, he threw a lot of picks. And sometimes it just, you know, if I took consistency and touch, I'd have to go with Joe Burrow. And, you know, still, even though I'm the one that actually brought it up and said, I think he needs to put his arm strength up, I think it's there. I think it just don't really show on film. But what you hear from the players, you know, they'll tell you, man, he he zips that spiral right in there. You know, so – well, the thing I, I look at, too, look at is, is a guy a named guy, Peyton Manning he never had, had a big yeah. arm. But he could throw a deep ball with touch, and that's yeah. – That's Burrow. what Burrow can do, too. Yeah. But we didn't get, we didn't get to see that as much because he can only take a five-step drop. It's hard to throw that's a deep true. ball at a five-step drop. So, and, and his, multiple times here. Exactly. That, that mean, and his long ball percentage wasn't near as good. It wasn't because of his arm strength. I think we can all agree on that. Um it was just random, as you said, three to five step drops. You're throwing it up. The defender's already on the guy. He, you know, we had a lot of drops. We had penalties when they did catch it. So let's see how Burrow does this year. I, I think he's going to surprise a lot of people, even though I was the one that said he didn't have much arm strength. So I can't disagree with him. <laughs> but, and I was the one that said it didn't matter. Yeah. Just, just to point that out. And, and I right, believe me. you're right. Jordan I Evans. To, can I just say that? Oh. Yeah, I'm, I was right. You, you can say it. <laughs> All right, uh, Tommy says Jordan Evans led the team linebackers with sacks, played yeah. 15 games, no starts, and played about 5% of the defensive snaps per fantasy snap counter. Yeah, really. Huh. Well, they also sent him on blitzes a lot more than they did everybody else, too. I mean, true. And they sent Bynes a few times, but mm-hmm. I, I would like to see Bynes used a lot more with All the right, he says, I love Golden as linebacker coach. He did a very good job with the rookies last year. I like. I mean, I was impressed with Davis Gaither and, and Logan Wilson. I thought they both had very good yeah. rookie years. Uh, prediction for the Bengals for the next three years. I have no clue. Yeah, <laughs> uh, depends on what they do. 
Now, DP, Pink Strawberries. I thought you told me you were only on there for 20 minutes on a podcast. I guess I was ready to get when you got somebody there. You're on there a lot longer than you were last time. Okay. I've been here forever, man. I've been here for like (laughs) six months. What do you mean, bro? Well, what Dennis is talking about is he said I wasn't on the show long enough yesterday. I was on for 55 minutes by myself. Now, what I was telling Dennis was when I first, well, I was telling Dallas or Dennis when I first started doing my videos, my videos were just me and they were only for 20 minutes or more and it wasn't that long. And what I explained to Dennis, which I thought I did, but apparently he didn't understand that when the show is going on live and people keep talking on the video chat or the video chat and the comments and it keeps blowing up, I'll stay on and keep talking. So I usually go about, uh, we usually try to go at least an hour. Sometimes we go an hour and a half. We have done two hour shows before Dennis. So it just depends on the conversation and what's going on. So that's our, that's our show producer there, Dennis. (laughs) DP, the executive. Yeah. So hopefully I explained what I was telling, what I was talking about. Hopefully, but we'll see. So anyway, I'm excited about the Super Bowl. Okay, just to let you guys know, too, um, I said uh, f- uh, there will be no show Friday. Most likely no show Monday. I might be able to do something for my phone because I don't get back from Tampa until late Monday. I might be able to, me and Jeremy might be able to do something quick uh, Monday on our phones. Uh, we'll see how my day is going Monday. But for sure, uh, tomorrow, no, what is tomorrow? What's today? Tuesday. We got two more days. Wednesday, Thursday, right? So, yeah. So I got two more shows, and Friday will be off. Definitely, and I'll definitely have a show uh, Tuesday, maybe Monday. I'm not sure, but as always, that's why I say you subscribe and you hit the bell for the notifications because you never know. And plus, I am going down, like I said, to Tampa for the Super Bowl for my mine and my wife's 24th anniversary. So I might go live. I'll find something cool down there. I might go live on the show then. So you never know. We'll have to see what happens. And like I said, you guys should go out and check Bengal Jim today. He's having the 81 Super Bowl team. And other than that, Jerry Dean, you got anything else? Or I think we're going to roll on out of here. Roll on out, brother. I'll take us out. Go ahead. All right. Like I said, I live stream on Hootay Nation, which I appreciate those guys. Josh and the boys let me on uh, to live stream my show on there. Ohio State Bucknuts. I'm pro. I, uh, thanks to Kip and the admins there for letting me live stream there. Now, you guys, I invite you to join both those groups. They're great, great run groups. I'm on both of them. Jeremy's on both of them. Uh, I also invite you to join my groups. They're Bengals Brigade, Bearcat Ruckus, Radical Reds, and then the Ice Bar, which is the Ice Bar. I hope we get a lot of guys and gals on the Ice Bar because it's just it's a bar. It's a virtual bar. We hang out. We do some silly TikToks, silly memes, make fun of each other, do silly stuff like that, and nobody's allowed getting upset because it's a bar, you know? So join all those groups. I'll be pulling the sound off of this later on tonight, putting it on the podcast, and give me a five-star review. Rate, like, and review. I'm on BeanPod, Apple Podcast, pretty much wherever you guys get your podcast, I'm there. Now, YouTubers, we are at 824, which is awesome. 
hopefully I had some. I, hopefully that, that Trump guy, because that's the first one I've seen a, a Trump, whatever his name was, Trump something. Trump hopefully daddy. He's Trump daddy, that's it. Hopefully Trump daddy. Uh, Trump daddy. I did. He did subscribe. Tommy, hopefully you go subscribe because you're watching on, on the Who Day Nation. I go to the channel, subscribe. Like I said, up to 824. Appreciate every single one of you guys. I'm trying to catch up to Bengal Jim. Bengal Jim's already got over a thousand. And I've been doing this for two years. Well, I haven't been doing it live for two years, but <laughs> like I said, Bengal Jim, he gets he's having the 81 Super Bowl team. Any Bengals watching me, like I said, hit me up. Come on the show. <laughs> Whatever you it'll be fun. <laughs> so other that, Jeremy D. Help us roll on out of here. I uh, sure will. I just want to say thanks to everybody watching and everybody that has joined the show. Hit the notification button. Subscribe. Hit the thumbs up too. Make sure you get you know that that's what I was gonna bring up next, man. You guys, when you check out the show, yeah, funny games. I know the thumbs up never I, I don't do it. Jeff doesn't know it. We've talked about it. But if yeah. you guys will throw us a thumbs up on the show, it just kind of helps with the whole algorithm of Facebook and the likes and comments. And oh, I started doing it now though. I thumbs up all my shows. Now I do. Yeah, I, when I, I go think on. I'm awesome. So, well, oh, your own shows. I'm talking about other people's. I don't like my own. Oh shows. yeah, I, th I thumbs up other people's shows too. Though that, that oh, I understand. Gosh, yeah. I thought me. I'm like liking your own shows. Jeez. Uh, I never. I never you don't got... like our shows? Why not, Jeremy? You're supposed to like our shows. I never hit a thumbs up on my own show. Sheesh. Or on our own show. <laughs> Whatever. You guys what know what No, I'm kidding. I, I like every single time I see the show up there. That's what you guys need to do. And as Jeff said, probably not. Well, we're not going to have a show on Friday. So nah. um, tomorrow night, Thursday night, we've got some fun things we're planning on doing. And I think oh. you guys may be yeah, give you guys something to get excited about, something to do. Just, you know, what's, what, what's your appetite? Just what are they going to do? What's your appetite? Whatever they do. You know, you know, <laughs> you guys may be into it. You may not be into it, but we're going to throw it at you. So it's called it's a team, people. It really is. It really is. <laughs> but until that day and until tomorrow, I will say this as always never forget, you don't live in Cleveland, you live in Cincinnati. So act like it. Keep telling your friends and family about the show. Let's go Ohio sports and let's go Tampa Bay just because Jeff's wife made me. <laughs> exactly. Who day? Don't forget, check out Bengal Jim and the 81 Super Bowl team. It's going to be awesome. And that's just sports, baby. See ya!